0: Hello,
1: everyone. And welcome back to another episode of Unlimited Abundance. Today, I have a very special guest here that we've been planning this for a while and an episode that I think is going to be filled with so much value.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech.
1: For you guys, especially if you're aspiring entrepreneurs, already have your own business, or even considering it, I think that this episode is going to be filled with so many gems Today, I have on here Allison, who is a conscious business strategist and marketing expert. I've been following her for a really long time, and her work has really resonated with me, not only because of how authentic she is, but I feel as though her work is so tangible and applicable in everything that you share it's like it brings an aha moment, right? It doesn't feel like I'm just aimlessly reading random <laughs> kind of word soup. Everything that you post, I feel like has always ha- been filled with such intention and clarity. And so I really wanted to have you on. So welcome. Welcome to the episode. Welcome to the podcast.
0: Mm, thank you. I'm so excited. Yeah, I know we've been kind of chatting back and forth a little bit in the DMs. So I'm really excited to yeah jam out about everything today. Well, first of all,
1: do you want to tell everyone a little bit just kind of about what you do, what your area of expertise is, and kind of what your focus is? Because I think that what you do is really special.
0: Yeah, for sure. So just a little context and background about me. I've been in the online space for almost seven years now, and I've definitely gone through different iterations of what I've done. Um, I started as a Ayurvedic health coach. Um, I've done lots of like feminine leadership and womb work. Um, and then I took two years off and it's been when I came back, I really realized a lot of my zone of genius is in marketing and conscious business, um, especially the piece around like weaving conscious marketing into, like you said, like a very tangible way, um, especially for conscious uh, spiritual very feminine essence-based entrepreneurs as that's very much my essence. Um, And I feel like a lot of my work is like helping those people um, and helping it really get like refined so they can be able to, have sustainable business, um, be able to market effectively, but done in a really nourishing way for everyone's nervous system and so that they have businesses that are thriving, but they can also take lots of space from their business because I mean, that's the dream, right? You know, you want to have a sustainable income coming in, but you don't want to be chained to your phone all the time.
1: A hundred percent. And kind of what you spoke about, I feel like what happens is we are so used to like the very much like hustle culture so then we start getting into feminine work and i know a lot of my clients are the same way why we start getting into more flow and receiving and doing all of that but then sometimes we swing to that extreme and then it's really hard to even find what's like what's it's almost even doesn't even feel possible i feel like for a lot of people it's like i feel like it's either i push myself or I'm like more resting, either I can be successful and really push myself, or I can be more like you're saying laid back, but not achieve those results. So I guess what have you found with your clients is like the biggest obstacle when wanting to be in your feminine, but still have that thriving business, right? Because I feel like that even just seems unattainable. you know, just the way that we're taught and through our experience, it's like, either I work really hard, or yeah, sure, I work less and I relax more, but then my business might suffer because of it.
0: Yeah, totally. Can you just give me one sec? I'm going to close my window cuz I'm hearing a bit of background noise and I'm yeah. afraid it's No worries, yeah. take your time. There we go. It's a little loud in Columbia, the background noise, so I want to <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah, I love this question because it is a, there's such a beautiful desire, right? In um wanting that feminine flow and I think it's really a part of like what we need as a culture especially as female entrepreneurs um we run on like a very different hormonal cycle we have different energetics like we're different creatures than I think how business has been done in you know the past century and you know the past decade where it's been really rooted in that hustle and the primary focus is like strategy structure first not really allowing any room for the conversation to be energetics and i know we've you know spoken a lot about like how well how do you find a balance with it and you know what is the way that we do this in a very tangible way and i think first off you know i think this really tends to happen and it was definitely my experiences there is this like rite of passage where it's like i think there's this really deep return to the feminine um in where it's a little bit more flowy. And then what happens is you kind of like start to come back into this like place of union. Um, And for me, that really started off with, okay, I've done a lot of this like deconditioning myself from like, you know, the wounded masculine, like these templates of like, go, go, go hustle, hustle, hustle. I'm really swung really deeply into my feminine energy and it was so nourishing. Um, And then I started to feel a little bit of an imbalance of like, okay, I'm in a lot of flow, but there's not a lot like happening getting, yeah, there's not a lot actually happening um and then I really had to come to like okay how do I start doing some reconciliation work with my relationship to the masculine um so I can feel really good about it and that can be like a healthy energy that's in my life um and I think that comes with obviously like energetic work and healing, I did a lot of like reflection on relationship to like actual like men in my life um, and had to do like a lot of like relationship clearing because I think so much of, you know, the wound with masculine energy in general can come so deeply from our fathers, or our past relationships, if you're like in a heterosexual relationship um, or if you're straight. So there's like lots of conditioning there that I had to unpack first before even like starting to implement tangible things of like oh yeah i might need some masculine energy in my business um because otherwise i feel like even if you try to welcome in structures or you welcome in strategy or you have some systems to like hold your feminine energy you're gonna resist and anytime there's like anything in the realm of masculine energy i think what often happens it like triggers like an old wound of like i don't want to go back to being burnt out because that's the only mm-hmm. association of us have of like masculine energy of this experience of beginning to get burnt out um hustle go 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 where it's very like extremist where it's like okay that's the only way we related to masculine energy. And then there's the like full swing feminine where it's like, okay, we're only in flow and everything's you know, like beautiful feminine chaos, but there's like nothing to hold it. Um, so I really had to start doing like, what does it mean to be integrated into both energies? What does it mean to like stop rejecting that energy within myself? Um, so first it was like energetic healing around my relationship to men and the masculine as a whole. Um, And then it was like a perspective shift too around, well, I feel like what, like, what if the masculine energy, you know, as a whole in the collective, but even my own is actually really here to support me so I can have more spaciousness in my life. Mm -hmm. Like what actually was wanting to like really deeply hold me instead of how it used to feel where I kind of felt like I was holding everything like almost as a picture of like, okay, I'm holding the vision. I'm calling in the clients. I'm doing all the things I'm working on all the energetic pieces. And then I really started to think like, what would it look like if I had a business that had some rooted structures that actually got, got to hold me instead of mm-hmm. me constantly holding, which was kind of interesting. Cause then I was like, am I actually in my feminine or am I kind of in this like manufactured feminine? Cause in my experience now, as I've done a lot of work around healing my relationship with the masculine, I'm like, the feminine is really devoted and welcomes the masculine energy. Like it really receives it. Um, and now that I kind of started doing that reconciliation work, I feel like it naturally shifted into a lot more union. Um, and then I'll go into some tangible pieces too. Cause I know that's like a very vague, um, so, <laughs> he was like, okay, um, for my business in terms of like structures and like, what are the, what are the kind of daily actions that are going to support me, um, for my long-term goals? And this wasn't being like, you know, super hard goal setting, but almost like what's, you know, there's room to shift, there's room to flow, there's room to like pivot, but also, what are those daily tasks or what are those daily devotions? If you want to also make it language that feels a little bit better than like, maybe yeah, more. Task.
1: <laughs> I mean, people are like, oh, I just thought I more.
0: <laughs> so what are the daily devotions that feel important that are going to help you, um, you know, take action. And, you know, also I think that really helped with my perspective um, in like, just welcoming in that union was also seeing it from the perspective of like, there, you can take action, um, and still be in a feminine state. It's not necessarily, you know, I was having a conversation with a client this week about like the, the most feminine thing, which is birth. And there's like times to push, right? Like the feminine has like a, like a push to her, but it's done in such a soft way. So I think there's a couple of things there, right? Like healing your relationship to the masculine as a whole, doing some like perception work of where I'm like, what does it mean to have systems and structures? Um, and then maybe some tangible things like taking an audit of what feels chaotic, what feels disorganized in your business, what feels like it's overwhelming. Because oftentimes when I felt overwhelmed, It sometimes hasn't always been an energetic issue. Sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, for example, if like, I don't know, like doing little admin tests feel overwhelming to you. Is there a way that that can be automated? Like, is there a system that could clear that out so you have the spaciousness there and there's a system to hold that? So I think first is like doing that audit of like what feels overwhelming, what's draining, Um, what could be implemented on a system or structure level to maybe give you a deeper Mm -hmm. sense of ease so, yeah, I think i'll I'll pause there because I know I spoke to a lot of things, no, yeah, and I, I think the a really thing
1: that popped in my head as you were speaking was kind of I know for me, I have this feeling, right? like it's a good example of like feminine masculine it's like if you know you have things to do you can't surrender into your feminine so like by actually honoring the masculine right and putting things into place like oh like my space is messy I have to do these things I need to answer these texts like at least for me I know like I can't fully like drop in if I know in the background there's things I have to do because it it feels like I haven't created this space it's like no girl, you have like all these tasks that like are really important and like actually doing those tasks then lets me relax more. Like ironically, by respecting the structures in my lot, life and the commitments that I have, it it like kind of gives you a really great sense of the yeah, like, other like devotion. Like even if I'm tired and I need to, I know I need to reply to something or send something over that I promise, instead of being like, Oh, I'm in flow, it's like, well, no, I made a promise to someone and like I made a commitment and like you know what I mean? I and by actually honoring that, I feel like ironically it actually lets you sink into your feminine so sometimes I think that there's like resistance like you're saying to tasks or to things but sometimes it's like doing those very things would actually kind of give you that ease because you would feel like oh I took care of what I had to um you know, like what I had to take care of. And it lets you like actually drop into into each energy instead of kind of feeling this. Um, I remember I used to feel like this kind of like anxious energy between both, like kind of trying to be my feminine, trying to rest, but also knowing I have things to do. And I feel like that is like even more chaotic than honoring each one. And then going off of what you said about being in your feminine, I totally agree. Like, I think people just think of feminine as like you're just sitting eating grapes. And it's like, you know, like I have a client who's an esthetician, for example, and she's a very feminine person and she's taking action all day. She's driving to work, seeing clients, doing the thing, but she's still remaining, like you're saying, in a receptive energy. So it's like she took a lot of action, but it's more about the energy from which that action was taken. I feel like that makes a difference. And I think if we only associate feminine as not doing anything, then like you're saying, it can really it can like, it feels like I visualize it as like water spilling out. Like you start to not honor your commitments. You feel all over the place. And that also from a business standpoint, right? If you're wanting to be someone who's offering support to someone else, that's pretty triggering to someone else to have
0: someone like that. They can't rely on as well, you know? Yeah. I love that you spoke to that because I think that is one of the pieces where, you know, one of the questions that sometimes I had to start asking myself is like, am I actually in flow or, am I like avoiding something? Um, (laughs) that's a really good question. Yeah. It was such like a, like big awakening for me because my pattern, like a few years ago was, I was just like, I'm just in flow. I'm just in flow. But really it was like me avoiding a lot of things and commitments that I had to do because it was overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like, it was like almost like a, like a spiral or like of me avoiding tasks and and me feeling more overwhelmed thinking it was like masculine energy but really it was like the feminine chaos taking over and you know spilling out you know i'm i'm sure you've heard this you know like metaphor before and i think it always hits home for me where it's like the feminine is like the river and like the masculine is the riverbanks and if you didn't have riverbanks everything would just be spilling constantly spilling constantly like it would be like formless like you know, energy all over the place, which is so beautiful, but then if it doesn't have any sort of guidance or like, you know, that, that holding, um, one, even if you are in this like beautiful, yummy, receptive, feminine energy, it's going to feel like a little chaotic. It's almost like that energy of like, you like in partnership, you know, I'm, I'm going to speak to like the partnership that, um, you know, I've been in with men, but when you're like feeling, you know, overwhelmed or you've like had a hard day, there's like nothing better in my opinion than like, when your man's like, I got you. Like, mm-hmm. we, like, it just is immediately like, oh, I can breathe. Like I can surrender into this, you know, space now, rather than when it's like, ah, everything's crazy. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's very chaotic, and it's beautiful. But then we're also missing this piece of like, well, what does it mean to do? Like, what does it mean to have that union within yourself? And I find that and then in business, like you mentioned, um, it, you know, in business, if we're constantly, I don't know, like constantly rescheduling or constantly kind of like forgetting to send things or like uploading things and different things. It's like there's a time to honor that space, obviously, when things you don't know, need flow or like need flexibility. And then there's also a real beauty in like bringing it into like, I think you used the word like an integrity or, or like really honoring your commitments.
1: Mm-hmm. I this kind of leads me to, I guess, another question. So if someone, when we just talk a little more tangibly now, if someone was in a business right now, let's say they create a business, I see this a lot with when clients they come to me, their business is very much like you're saying, very feminine flow, but a little bit chaotic because it's essentially like, and I know this this was really the case for me in like the early days when I first pivoted my business. It was very like okay, I have an idea, I launch. I have an idea, I launch. And I started thinking, this is like, I know very future forward, but from like a feminine perspective, I was like, well, what about when I'm like a mom? Like, I'm not gonna have the energy to always have a new idea. And launch it and I'm like is this really you know sustainable in the sense of just like always like running towards the next thing it's beautiful you know to receive an idea and to execute it I think it's like such like an, a pleasure for any creative type but then it's like what what needs to be implemented that might be more gradual I think sometimes we love in our society like more instant gratification you know but it's like what could I start doing now that could be gradually supportive and then I find a lot of clients that have come to me kind of in a similar position being like it's like I'm like always like on the brink of having to create the next thing and that's all and that's like a lot of a lot of pressure and like again like if in case there's any event where maybe you're traveling you need to take a break right where it's like you're like you're saying, it's like you're supporting the business and versus the business kind of supporting you. And so I guess what would be your advice or just general tangible steps if someone's in that space? Like, how do you start? Because I think if your business is structured that way, and you're kind of like relying on that, what do you find, you know, how do you begin to make that shift, I guess, from being in that like almost hustle girl boss onto the next on the next? How do you begin even considering to shift your business into something more sustainable? Because I think that even that thought is really overwhelming. It's like, well, ho- where do I even start right?
0: Yeah, totally. And this is such like a, I think a common thing that I think a lot of people are running into this year from what I've seen is like they've really lived that like launch to launch thing like on the next. and I think I what I've really seen a shift in is people are like, but well, what if I want to take two months off or what if I want to do this or like like you said, like what happens when I become a mom? So I think first is, One for any, just to like, before even action is really like coming to close and reflecting on like what your business values are, Mm -hmm. um, cause that helps shape the model. You know, I I talk a lot about this, um, in creating like a sustainable business model or sustaining, um, sustainable marketing ecosystem. Um, and first it always is like, well, what are your values? Cause that's going to help you determine what are your priorities um, for your business over the next three months, over the next year, over the next five months, if you want to go that, you know, that far, or like, yeah, years in advance, obviously things can switch, but what are your values? Like, for example, a big value of mine this year was traveling as I'm, you know, doing the digital nomad thing. And I had to shift my model a lot um, because I didn't want to live launch to launch and always be in like, okay, we're launching and I'm in a new city and the wi is sometimes funny. Like everything had to shift mm-hmm. for- Style and my desires and my core needs to be supported. So first determining values is really, really important. Um, and also like how that connects to the lifestyle that you want. Um, and that's going to change like there's seasons of life where we're like, I don't know, all business and that's what it is. And then there's going to be seasons of life where maybe you just want to like really take space. So first values. The other thing that I would start looking at it from like a systems perspective is like, what do like building out an offering suite, um, that can also live and breathe without you, um, so that you don't always have to live launch to launch. And there's a few ways to do this, right? Like for some people that's like doing really high-end coaching. They only take a few clients at a time. They're very sustained with like five clients because the price point is great. Um, for some other people, it's like building out evergreen courses, um, you know, I think a big thing about like creating something sustainable is also looking at your marketing ecosystem. Cause I think what happens, um, you know, especially, you know, I'm have been the same way as where we're like, okay, we're just going to post on Instagram, but what happens if you, you know, I don't know, or something happens for a month where you need to like spend time with your family or you're sick, or like, if it's reliant on just you, do you have things in place where people can still, find you or your content is still being trickled out. So there's opportunities for people to still get to know you without always having to be on. Um, cause I think a lot of, you know, I guess the way that I like make the difference of like a sustainable business and maybe not is that a sustainable business can kind of more or less run on its own. Like, yes, you're still the center of it. And like, there's still things going on, but your whole model the ecosystem and the components that are like surrounding it should there's like things in place where you're still have like maybe opportunities for money to come in without you having to always be in launch so that can look like a a few different ways like I mentioned like evergreen courses or you know there's lots of different ways also like guest teaching or different ways like that and then the way that I kind of see it with like maybe not a sustainable business is that really is reliant on your energy constantly being on Mm -hmm. Um, and for really hard um you know especially like we have like a hormonal cycle and like I know for myself when I'm in my luteal phase
1: I'm like no one please like I don't even even for me and my luteal just being on Instagram itself feels so chaotic it's like I feel like anxious but then when I'm in my like ovulation I'm like hello everyone (laughs) welcome you know just like the difference in energy is really wild
0: it's so crazy right and then you know, it's, and it's hard to, when we're like women or not hard, but it's just a different like approach that's needed because what then often happens is like, I know with a lot of my clients in terms of content, you know, clients will get really down on themselves. They're like, I didn't really post anything during my little, little phase. And now I'm scared to post again. Cause I feel like I've ghosted them. So then it becomes like a whole like a whole thing where they like almost like freeze a little bit. Um, And I'm always for like, you know, take time off of Instagram. Like I think it's really healthy and that's coming from someone that's like in marketing and social media management. And then I always also tell people I'm like, and then also, you know, for some of my clients that are making seven figures and they have like huge businesses, I'm like, well, there's things we can put in place where you can take like two weeks off and content is still going out know, whether that's like being repurposed or we have little systems in place where you still feel like things are moving but you don't have to like doesn't require you to be like always on with your mm-hmm. energy because that's exhausting you
1: yeah, know that leads me to another question I'd love to hear your opinion because I've seen both kind of ways work so a lot of my clients come to me, asking like do you think I should really pre-plan my content or should I just post when I'm inspired this question like I get all the time and I always wanted to have like a very concrete answer and like the Mars and Virgo Capricorn moon me was like intention call to action and then part of me I've also seen people who really just honestly post just like authentically random kind of content but you it feels so soul infused that it like works so I've seen it like go both ways where someone it's very like you can tell it's very planned like methodical everything is like about a story and then it's like the call to act like you can just see the structure in it and then i'm just seeing people who kind of like authentically share and update their lives kind of you know those people who are just kind of like are so it's like their personal diary and also i think that 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 creates such a connection and that works so i just love to hear just your opinion on what you've seen on kind of both strategies because ironically they're like very different but yeah i find that i've seen for guys genuinely both work equally so i feel like i would love to hear what your experience has been with like watching those two kind of types of content and what do you think that balances or what? Yeah. I just love to hear your experience.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I've definitely seen that too, where it's like, I've seen both work, you know, I have friends where they will like not post anything for a while and then they'll come in and they'll like drop something that's like, what's so soul opening. And then it's like, that works for them. And then I have other people that they're very into batching client like content and, that's the way that they love to do it. And it's funny because in my own experience for me is like I'm very much a middle ground mm-hmm. where I don't think I've ever like batched like 30 days of content, but I'm someone that has a lot of ideas and sometimes it's not that that I don't have anything to say. it's more like, oh my God, I have so much to say that feels challenging to be mm. like, okay now a post um I for me, in my experience, and I think I'll say this as a caveat, beca- with like the knowing that there's astrology, there's human design, there's like so many individual types. So it's like, I think there is this beauty of like finding your signature process. And sometimes mm-hmm. that takes time and I also am someone that thinks um, and has seen like, like, when you're consistent, like I've always seen with my clients that are, Consistent and consistent means a lot of different things for everyone. Like some consistency means for some people posting every day. Sometimes that means, you know, posting three times a week. Um, Also consistency, like maybe like having consistency that's like more in tune with your cycle where it's like there's like actually like a content strategy that also works into the phases of your cycle. But the clients that I've seen that are like regular in what they post and are maybe are a bit more intentional about it I've always seen have more of that consistent sales they become experts at what they do um not that the other people don't but I've just seen that there's this like natural momentum that and happens trust,
1: right um, like it's a like little- a trust that's like the word I'm hearing like people trust like they're like she is showing up or he is showing up with like kind of knowing what they're talking about
0: yeah exactly like it's built over time and you can still have the hits of inspiration because I think what gets people really afraid of like having like prompts or like maybe some content planned out is they're like afraid it's going to take away from their creativity or like oh what if I want to drop in with something that's like not part of the plan I'm always like you could change it like there's no one saying that you can't change the plan or like make alterations to what's coming through but I also find it's like feels really supportive when you have a idea of like where you're leading people to and like you said with your audience or your community I think over time people then begin to be like she's the go-to person for you know for example I've had I have a lot of people that are like I've been following you for like a year or like six months and like When they're ready to hire a marketing person, because I'm consistent with what I'm saying and posting, I'm like the go-to person that Mm -hmm. they're thinking of at top of mind. Um, So I think it's both ways. And I know that wasn't like a very like distinctive one or the other. I think like test out your process, but for the people that I find are like more in like just in flow and are like, I don't get as many sales or like have like trouble following in clients, I always encourage people like, what would it look like for 30 days to just feel into consistency, like do it as a creative like project or like creative process. And maybe that's posting, like I said, three days a week, like finding a consistency that works for you and works with your capacity, works with your cycle, Um, which is what I'm really big on when it comes to content creation systems is like finding what works for an individual. Cause that's gonna look so different for everyone like seasons of life, hormonal cycles, like there's so many different factors, but having that trust with your audience, um, it really creates that like, she's got me, right? Like I know that she's, you know, I've seen people where I like love them as leaders and they've made like posts here and there and then they kind of like drop off and I'm like, I almost forget about them a little bit and then they'll come in with something so beautiful, but they're not top of mind when I, because it almost creates an a tr- for me, yeah. like a little connect where I'm like, well, are you going to show up for, for me consistently?
1: Yeah, I, I think like when we were speaking, I always think of like your community online as like a literal friend. And imagine you had a friend who texted you back once every two weeks. Like you might still love that friend, but that's not the friend who, when you have a really important event, they need to rely on someone who you're going to trust. That's why like, I think integrity is so important. I've really seen that. But like I'm in flow and it's like, yes, it's so beautiful. But also you have to remember like, if you were going to hire people are so ironic, right? I know people post this joke. It's like, you love to be in flow, but then what if someone's like six hours late to your thing because they were in flow. It's like when your flight's delayed, all of a sudden you're mad. It's like, because we, we need structure in our lives. And I think that understanding that like it is a relationship. And so, even if you're consistent, like you're saying, you can post whatever you want, but just challenging yourself. Like at the end of the day, just to take it like less seriously, just write something what's on your mind. What are you passionate about? Right? Like that's just the same thing when you're building a relationship early on, right? Like when you're first dating someone, how important those stages are for building trust. If they're ignoring you, if they're not, like if they're not on time, all of those things turn to become red flags or the opposite because they're consistent it builds such a trust and what you said I think was really important of like people might be watching you right now to hire you later right it's not always instant it can be but I think that also a lot of people really do view it as a relationship including myself and they see because even with you, I, I've been following you for a while. And I was like, like, she's consistent. It's not like a one month, she's feeling it. And the next month, it's like completely different. It's gone, you know, and I think that that's what really shows like a that you're passionate about what your work is, like, it's genuinely from the soul, like you're, you're not just talking about it for a week. And then you're, you know, you're kind of moving on. And that Yeah, like, you're someone who can be trusted to work with, like, you're going to be someone who shows up, you're going to be show someone who, you know, like, prioritizes and delivers what you promise and yeah of course there's live things come in the way and people are understanding but there's a difference between that and the difference between someone who you're always feeling like will they show up are they there where are they are they going to reply to me like you know and I think that's like that line of feminine chaos where it's like there is a level of integrity that has to be there right um, just like even a woman, like 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 the birth thing or being a mom, right? It's like you could st- so even if you're just a mom, which is a full-time job in itself, you still have that me- structure and the integrity of like you have to pick your kids up from school. You know what I mean? Like there's still just even in the feminine, like structure is so 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 important. And so I feel like really just understanding that people are building a relationship with you and that like building trust is so, so, so foundational aside from the great posts. The, the brand it's like people need to trust you at the end of the day you know especially when they're investing like you're saying in like big ticket items or in coaching like it's a big thing for people and you're not you're, you want to put your money with someone who you really respect and I feel like yeah you really value them
0: yeah I love 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 how you spoke to the relationship piece because like I think it's like something that we forget is like social especially with social media like you know, it's, like, we're forgetting there's a social aspect, there's a relational thing, and I love, like, the comparison. I always, like, say, like, I'm, like, do you want, like, that, like, like you said, like, a trusting, loving relationship, or, like, do you kind of want to give, give off, like, situationship vibes where you're, like, kind of there, and not there, and then you're there, and then you're not there. It, like, it feels a little off. Like, and then you're I, vague, I, and it's, like, a little vague catch, and then you're gone, and the people are, like, what is going on? Where are you? <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, I've been in relationship or like not even relationships they're like those situation things where you're like I don't actually know what's happening and it even comes with like messaging too I find this where I like related it to messaging where it's like you know I don't know I've been in like I remember this relationship with this man where it's like he's saying a lot of words and they (laughs) sound great but I don't know what he means yeah like what is this (laughs) yeah What, what is happening whereas like how good does it feel when you've like been on a date um you know and i'm starting from again the perspective of like dating uh, mostly men in my life where the guy is like i'm gonna pick you up at seven wear a beautiful dress and it's like so like direct right Mm -hmm. and it's like the same the structures and the messaging and there's all these little pieces where it's like we love it as feminine beings when we're like in relationship to men and they're like in their beautiful masculine energy and then we kind of forget that we're also sometimes holding those pieces in business even if we're feminine essence leaders there's aspects of business where we're like if you're working especially with feminine essence beings how do you hold them the way that you also love to be held like Mm -hmm. like you if you're like all about flow but then someone else does the flow to you and like it all it's all like it's very interesting to like once you start dissecting of like well, how like, you know, something that I think is like a good, maybe tangible way to look at it is like, what is the before during an aftercare process that you want everyone um, that maybe interacts with your page to go through? So before a lot of that's like foreplay with your content, they're getting to know you, you're courting them, you're like, they're learning if you're a right fit or like, you know, you're starting to get to know each other, then they sign up for you. How do you want to hold them? Like, what's the process for when you're delivering calls? Um what's the structure of like the onboarding process? Okay, aftercare. Um, you know, like if there was a break, like what's the aftercare process, you know, maybe of them like signing off with you. Like there's all these little touch points that are just like they elevate the experience so much more. And that's when you really create like a really great like customer experience or experience for someone to interact with you um they're gonna like they're gonna send your page to their friends they're gonna Mm -hmm. buy they're gonna like reinvest with you they're gonna like there's so many little things where it's like just focusing on those little pieces can do so much for your business it's, you said something kind of interesting like about messaging so I mean
1: this is like a really big obviously topic as well and I think you post a, a lot about this and I I was literally like laughing out loud reading your story because I relate to this so much of like some people will say so much and write this paragraph of like just spiritual mishmash and you're like wait I'm like so so confused like wait like what and so then it's kind of like, what is that balance, right? Of like writing something, yeah, beautiful and from the soul, but also where people know what you're saying. Sometimes you read something, you're like, I guess that's kind of nice. But like, why? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, what's that? And like, I think you, what you said was so powerful. Like, if you're if you're trying to hold someone who's in their feminine, then you being super feminine actually like removes the polarity because now they're like, this is chaotic. Like, I don't like, like, this It doesn't feel clear right like like when you said the man who's like has clarity it's like that feeling of clarity life is already overwhelming enough so i feel like when someone comes to us with clarity like i will see you this day at this time it's like that's all i need you don't need no more you like it's just like the cl- the clarity so i guess when you think about messaging what are what do you see a lot that works slash doesn't work slash just any like big thoughts upon messaging i would just love to hear your thoughts
0: Yeah, I love this topic, because this is definitely like my expertise, Um, because it's such a big thing, like you said, and it's like what what I call it is like, I think there's room, obviously, for creative expression and like that poetic language. And for anyone that like loves speaking like that, or any of my clients that are like, very poetic, and like, it's very, like, beautiful. I'm always like, you can still write like that. But give also space for that to just be what it is and don't have that always part of the sales process Um, because I think what people forget is yes you're a spiritual entrepreneur yes you're working with like spiritual people yada 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 like I get it I'm a very deeply rooted spiritual person I've been on this path you know since I was 11 like deep in ceremony work Um, my uncle is an ayahuasca shaman like there's so many facets of my life where that's so ingrained in my life and you know I had a like a teacher um that was a Native American chief really remind me that one of the most spiritual things in this life is being a human being so I always try to remind the spiritual entrepreneurs like it's still had like you're still also talking to humans where there's a difference of saying like unlock the power within you to like a very clear like imagery of like what that might look like that might look like um you know like relationship wise or like what is like more specifically what that's going to look like Mm because that's going to like like wow that's my human experience right now rather than talking to like yeah I want to unlock my power like it can be a little confusing because it's like it's like you said it sounds nice but it leaves people feeling inspired and this is what often happens is there's you know, I have a lot of my people come to me. They're like, I have a really inspired audience that no one's buying. And usually- (laughs) They're loving the (laughs) posts. They're loving the posts. They're like, wow, this is great, but no one's buying. And usually I'm always like, it's usually how things are being communicated of like, people are like, this sounds nice, but like, how is this gonna help me? Because at the end of the day, from a psychology standpoint and even if there's spiritual entrepreneurs and yes people buy from just energetics i've seen it happen um but also it's really important to implement like but how are you communicating is it clear how your work is going to support someone like you know for me i'm not just going to be like write compelling content you know i often like i'm going to use a very like potent example of like instead of having all of these ideas staying in the draft like it drafts in the note section of your phone, they're going to be posted, right? Like that's very specific experience yeah. for someone. Rather than how to write content, they're like, it's like, oh, that is something that's happening to me on a daily basis. Or for example, like learn how to love yourself. Um, maybe a, a different kind of messaging that would be more potent is um you have you're feeling like confident and sexy to have like sex with your partner, like go into specifics. I mean, you can even probably go even more specific with it, but when it hits people, when it like is penetrating to people, um, people are like, this is me and you really want that resonance. So that's what I always think of messaging is like, how do you how do you bring it so it brings into people's experience and you can still have the essence of what you do? So, there's a few things is like right knowing that one of the most spiritual practices is being a human being, um, and that people are still human beings to like look at the language that you're using. Um, how, would you talk to your friends like this? Um, that's often a thing I think when we're spiritual entrepreneurs is like, are you do you actually speak like that, or sometimes do you just want to sound like a spiritual guru which can sometimes happen Um, because I sometimes think there's this perception of like what spirituality is and it's like you can be the most spiritual person and still not use all of the like language that's often used so I think those are a few pieces I know it's like such a huge topic so I'll like I think that's like a good place to probably put it there. For- <laughs> yeah, I think that is really. Uh,
1: so many things came up. I mean, the first thing towards the end that came up is also relatability. I think when people use too much of the lingo, sometimes me and my friends joke, like it's it. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. it removes the human connection. Like it's like it's someone trying to embody that teacher vibe so much that actually isolates people they're like oh like I don't know that they might feel like oh maybe I'm not spiritual enough or like it, it actually creates more of a distance than a trust right and then in terms of like the like how you're saying with messaging it also becomes so repetitive like the amount of times I've read become your highest self if I had a dollar <laughs> you know it's like people like more clarity right because people when they hear something a lot it just kind of flows to the back of their mind and I think that Something that you said was really great was like when you using concrete experiences, I think it also highlights that you've had that experience, which again, builds trust. So when you said like, it's been in your draft, but now it's going to become post, the, the a that creates resonance, but then it kind of builds a like she's been there too, and she's moved on from that. That's why you know people love personal stories, and sometimes people really highlight the personal stories, and it's it's I can see really why, right? It's because it's like oh that person's been through the exact same thing and moved forward, so there's a trust in that so it's kind of like really remembering like kind of what we spoke about earlier that you're really speaking to people you're like people forget with social media they kind of feel like just going out into the ether sometimes but it's like these are real people going through their day reading this and like you said would you message your friend like super vaguely like you know you probably you message your friends if you like with clarity like hey see you at this time and sometimes you, I feel like a lesson I've learned and I tell clients too, is like, you have to prove your spirituality. People will just see through the way you live your life and through what you share, your, your level, I guess, of like, I don't know, emotional intelligence. It will come through. Like, you don't need to overuse that lingo and stuff. I think people have fear around writing things a little bit too, um, I don't say it bluntly, but a little bit too directly. They, like, you want to add that flavor, but it's like people, especially if you're, you know, on like on podcasts or on lives or on stories like that those are the spaces where you share your personality so that in your post you don't have to like overcompensate and try to prove something because I think that that also from an energetic perspective also doesn't feel good it's like there's a kind of a place I feel like where you show your personality parts of your humor like your humanness and kind of you know your lifestyle and what you like And then in your posts, you can just have more clear in your messaging. Just have more clarity. So it's like it doesn't all have to be in in this one space. Doesn't have to be where you prove yourself, show your personality, and create a call to action. Like I think it's also remembering that with platforms and different parts of your business, there's different parts to show different pieces of yourself. And like you were saying, having like that poetic piece is beautiful, but maybe that's not the piece where you're gonna now create a call to action. Like that can just be like a standalone piece that just like adds something else which I guess kind of leads me to another point about like intentionality kind of when you're posting right when we message our friends or we write yeah when we text anyone when we do most things in our normal non-digital life we're pretty like intentional like when I message a friend it's like usually ask a question maybe to meet up like it's very much intentional and so I think that sometimes also reminding ourselves to be intentional in our in our brand and what we share i think is another layer and again i just think it's bringing back that human component to social media where we don't we just people often feel like you're just putting a message out into the ether and really thinking about like, who is receiving this? Like, what's their day? Like, imagine how much information they're already receiving. What are they going through? Like, do they really like, what would really like, yeah, create resonance and actually really support them because I feel like I always come back to like, if you're delivering real value, your services will always be in need. Like if you're really clear on the value you deliver, it's like, it just, it just speaks for itself really, right? I think that that's also really part of being a sustainable model. It's like, even like, I think it's marketing is great. It's like a very clear value. It's like, you don't even need to really oversell it. It's obvious why you need marketing. And it's like, and if you're good at it, it's like the value is so clear. So I think for a lot of people, it's like highlighting that value is one of the best things that you can do for your business. Because the things that we like repetitively go to we see the value and we don't even question it right whatever we in a personal lives like to invest in like let's say someone's really into the gym and so they're always paying for a gym or a personal trainer it's like their the value is so clear to them so it's just like automatic and so I feel like by highlighting your unique value it's what's going to especially now in the spiritual space because it's beautiful that it's becoming more mainstream, but it is becoming more and more saturated in a way. But then at the same time, everyone's unique. So it's like being being like, what's special like special about me? And not like in a self-critical way, but like, what's my unique value? Maybe it's literally like your energy. Maybe it's your life experience. But, you know, like, I just think that defining that, I feel like I've I've noticed is really, really important when setting yourself apart. And especially if you're consuming a lot of social media, then your content can start to sound the same. And then I feel like it's like, it's kind of it, it, yeah it kind of intermeshes with everything else and it you feel less clarity and your audience feels less clarity so i guess i this kind of leads me to a question how would you say would you, like in terms of finding clarity how would, would you recommend for someone to begin to find clarity in themselves and what they're offering and in how to show up i feel like in a very overstimulated world how do we like begin to really define like who am i what am i offering how do i make that clear like how do you cancel out the noise and really like make space for you to really, you know, to really create, to really deliver value with clarity, you know, in your life and online?
0: Yeah, this is such a big question. So I think first is like, this is such an important thing, like you said, because it's so beautiful that so many Many people are like awakening to their gifts and also like, how do I create a business that also works with my, you know, purpose? And it's such a beautiful like extension of like the soul to do, you know, work in this way. And like you said, it becomes very like everyone starts sounding the same <laughs> and no standing out, right? And it's I think it's kind of a rite of passage, especially like if you're in the beginning phases or you've maybe like at a point in business where things are kind of like rebranding or like, I don't know, you're in like a transitional phase. Um, so this is like very, you know, common experience for people. One on a very tangible level, I always recommend to clients when they start working with me, when I feel like they need to come back to like their expression is like, mute people on Instagram, like unfollow people, even if you love them, like if you love them, maybe just mute them for a few weeks because it become very easy to like, this is what they sound like, and they're making sales. So I'm going to sound like them. Um, on an energetic level, this causes a lot of disharmony, because basically, you're taking someone else's energetic transmission, and filtering it through your own. Um, and all like, it, it isn't aligned. So people are going to naturally probably go to that teacher, or people are going to be like, this doesn't actually feel like her. So on an energetic level, that happens. On a messaging level, People are probably going to be like, oh, she just sounds like everyone else, right? So that, like, coming back to your tone of how you speak to things, your signature methodology is extremely important. And how, like, the first things that I would do to get really refined, in this is, yes, like, unfollow people, cut off the noise, actually have, like, physical boundaries with yourself if you're feeling like you're consuming a lot more than you're creating, Um, Because this is a huge thing is where people consume, 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 be like lurking at what everyone else is doing. And then they lose total trust in themselves and their channel and the work that's meant to come through them. You know, just because what's popular right now is like nervous system work. Is that actually what you're meant to be talking about? Is that Mm -hmm. actually like authentic to you? like maybe not and that's okay just cuz things are trendy or buzzy doesn't mean that it dilutes your work um so one is i think really yeah getting cutting out the noise i think second step would be clarifying like what are your gifts um and that obviously can take a little bit of a process it's not like as simple as like writing out a list and being like okay what are they Let's but find all my gifts of- <laughs> all right here we go <laughs> I found them all. Like they're here. So it does take a process refining that. And like for me, that took a, you know, number of years. But I don't want that to discourage people because that is part of the process. That is part of running a business. It's not even trial and error, because it's not an error. It's like, oh, this was a guiding post to teach me that actually I'm really good at this part. So I think it's like what comes naturally to you. If you want to use resources like human design or astrology or like anything in that realm, those can always be like great highlight pieces for like kind of showing you what like your individual design um, is. Mm -hmm. Those pieces can help. Um, And two, I think the biggest piece of like what sets you apart from everyone is is really looking at what's your signature methodology? What's your process of, you know, say I was a relationship coach. Um, what's my process of how I support people? So that might be nervous system work. That might be, I don't know, like, self pleasure and like really like feminine like womb healing another aspect of that might be like conscious communication and like nonviolent communication skills um i always like to think of like signature methodologies as like usually they have like four to five components in them and that's like your like s- like special signature of how you support cl- your clients from going to like a to b and then the other piece i think the biggest piece is like self-expression work which i always tell people is like on the front end i teach people how to do marketing but really what it's about is like sacred expression work so you like because there's so many things that come up with ex you know business and visibility wounds and being seen in your craft and so much of that has to do with self-expression work and confidence and like deconditioning of who you think you need to be um and it also comes within business where it's like who do you think you need to be successful versus like who just are you like Mm -hmm. who are you going back to your point previously where it's like people want a relatable human people want to like connect with someone um it creates trust it creates relatability it's like oh there's a person behind this and like I like the vibe especially if you're wanting to invest in someone um you know anytime that I've like invested in a high end offer I'm like would I want to go out for dinner with this person or would I invite them over to like a very intimate dinner party of mine if not I probably don't want to be in like a four month or five month long and like program with them. Like, I want to know this person is a vibe check. So, don't be afraid to like really show off those pieces of yourself. You know, I think you know, one of the things is like for me, for an example of something that I thought was actually like not great to show at the start of my business was like how playful I was or kind mm-hmm. of like play really big value of mine. I was like, people are going to think I'm unprofessional, people are going to think like I'm too like young, or people are just like, not going to take me seriously. And then once I started leaning into it, like maybe not as like the like driving factor, but like adding these doses of like, this is part of my personality. People were like, I love this. People made a connection, right. And which can lead to, I think this was like a funny example. I think, you know, one of my clients, um, she started speaking with me like a year and a half ago, and she wasn't a client at that time. But I think I was sharing about my love for books and like non-business related whatsoever. And we kept on having sometimes conversations and DMs about books and which then eventually led to her being like a repeat buyer of like every single group program that I've ever done. And, you know, I often think of like, that was her entry point into leaning mm-hmm. into working, showing those pieces of your personality so you do stand out because there's lots of relationship coaches there's lots of marketing coaches there's lots of feminine leadership coaches but there's also a connection like on a soul resonance of like well what is that ex- sacred expression of like why they resonate with you so I think those are some probably like tangible pieces of like what I would start off with obviously it's like a big topic but I think those are like the primary pieces oh I would my work gosh. with
1: so many things like arise like okay the first thing from what you were saying was that um the humanness right i noticed as well like if someone only showed like their good side and i could tell it felt really curated i actually ironically lack trust right although they probably thought like i'm being polished right i'm being careful about what i share but it kind of it doesn't highlight the like their human experiences. I think that again, makes someone less relatable versus when someone does share parts of their life. And I totally I can like what you were saying was so true, because I followed you and all the time that you'd share more about your life, when traveling, when being out your stuffed animals, all that stuff, it, it created like a genuine picture. Like you're like, this is like a human like you really feel that connection, like a deeper trust, like, yes, this is what they do or this is, these are their offerings. But it's like, Like you're saying, like, I would want to hang out with this person, I would trust this person as like a whole human being rather than this like persona of this like coach that they've put on. And this like dynamic, it's almost how like, you know, people say you go to a doctor, and they already view you as a patient, which is like already just makes this dynamic really kind of I don't know vulnerable and just not like equal in a way I think that the same thing happens with coaching when someone puts someone on this pedestal and like it's like it creates a weird distortion but when you view someone as another human who just has other value or their gifts that you don't have like you realize like oh I'm great at this but this person's great at marketing, for example. So you view them as another whole being who just specializes in something. Like for example, when we, I don't know, for me, one of my friends is like a hairstylist. And so I'm like, I view her as a whole human being, which is amazing talent of being like a really great, amazing hairstylist, right? So it's like a very equal relationship where like this person has a gift or like, when my clients come to me, they might have gifts about things that I know nothing about, but then I'm really great in like my specialty. So I think that that creates that trust. And the second thing you said about being like, who, instead of thinking about who do I need to be successful, how, why don't I trust that? Like I, as myself, if I just inherently share myself will be because there's a million now people, again, it's beautiful, but who all kind of look and sound the same and so ironically the more like real you are you know what I, so it kind of reminds me of this I really noticed this is random but on YouTube the people who like honestly just like vlog on their iPhone and make the most just like mundane chill videos do really well because people are missing that I think now there's such an overproduction I get it the 4k the drone so people when they just see someone like real with an iPhone are like Finally, like something just like really just like chill. People love that. I think that's also why people love podcasts, like sit down, just like talking podcasts, because it removes this overproduction and instead kind of really focuses on just like the dynamic of like hanging out with friends, of being around someone you trust and it feeling very real. And that kind of also leads me into sharing your life. I think I really had this fear. So when I started doing poll for fun, I was like, I cannot share this. I'm like, my clients are going to think I'm like, I've lost it. Like, like how can I post these videos but I was like but I love it and I was like how I'm like why? I'm like if I love something shouldn't I share it and it was still like this like totter back and forth always but then ironically it like opened up so many doors because it really opened up my like deep passion for sensuality and for helping women with that and for like now built I've been sharing with this so consistently but now I'm like going to start doing like more in-person things so it's like actually sharing parts of you that are really you helps you connect with other people who like they have that gem in them too but they might be like scared to like unlock it right whatever whether it's playfulness and they see you and they're like oh I really want to unlock playfulness or sensuality and like I really want to unlock that so it's, it's like when you highlight the things that like you love that are your gifts you also give an opportunity to like really Create resonance with someone who those are the very same um, values that they have so for you travel or play someone else might be like oh my god those are like my dream values in life like I want to be able to be in a playful energy and travel and create so like these factors that we might think, like, oh, these are unnecessary to share in my business. Like, it's are like the exact factors that someone might pick your service or your business over someone else's because they see that like your core values align. So it's like you might think this is a weird value to have or this is weird to highlight. But ironically, because so many people think might <clears throat> might think the same thing, like someone else would be like, I shouldn't show this playful side, I shouldn't show the sensual side. So actually, like, it kind of gives you like the spotlight in a way because uh, for all the other people who didn't highlight that because you highlight that. And now these people are like, wow, like, finally, there's been like someone who like, um, who like, I, who, who's wanted to do this. And I have a really funny story that kind of illustrates this. I was going to a farmer's market and there was a woman there who's this older woman in her 60s who's a baker, a French baker. And I like bought a pastry and she's like, what's your Instagram? And I literally was like, I don't want to show her my Instagram. She's going to see my pole videos. And she's going to think it's so weird. <laughs> but then I but then I was like, okay, whatever. I gave her my Instagram and she's like, oh my gosh, it's been my dream my whole life to pole dance. And I've just never had the confidence. I told her, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a studio I go to. You should try. And right before her next birthday, which is the following week, she was going to go take her first pole class. And that just illustrated to me like a li- lesson from life of like the thing that you think is like, Ooh, like I I don't know. Like I I want she's to think I'm like weird and I didn't want to share it was like the exact like literal sign that this person needed to do this thing that they wanted to do their whole life. And that was just like a big just lesson for me, just in like online as well. Like you might literally spark the thing that's been lying dormant that no one else has given the permission slip to do by highlighting that about yourself.
0: Yes. Oh, it's such a beautiful story and like such a such a testimonial to like our expression is so healing for others, um, in so many ways that sometimes we don't even know. Like, I have people sometimes all the time just be like, I love the way that you express yourself. I like just like adore you as a human being, or like this is how it's helped me. And it has nothing sometimes to do with my business. Like you said, it's like the playful or like me traveling or like I don't know, like, my, my like, stuffed animals are, like, books, and it's just, like, it's, like, a permission slip of, like, yeah, like, you can just be you, especially when it comes to success, because there can be so many ideas of, like, now, now I need to show up like this so I can be successful, and it's very, like, old paradigm, like, very stuffy, like, kind of corporate world where <laughs> we're in an era where it's, like, you can literally be paid to be you and paid for your gifts and like what's more healing and what's more beautiful than just like allowing yourself to be yourself and like you said i feel like i've experienced that too especially in the past two years where i'm like i don't want to you know invest in people that are just like so perfect and polished and curated like i like the realness and it doesn't mean you need to be like sharing like a diary entries on your instagram social media like that doesn't mean that's authenticity like you find your own middle ground of what authentic authenticity means to you because again it's like what is your expression what's your relationship with the online world and that's going to differ for everyone
1: yeah i think that's just it's it's like such like a full full circle moment it's like I always think of telling my clients like you don't have to post yourself having a mental breakdown but you can share when you're at your favorite restaurant or you like bought something that you love or like hobbies that you do on the side that like might again ignite that so it doesn't have to be this I think we as humans like love to go to the extremes of things that like you're saying like Oh, I mean to plan content like that means I can never express myself or share any of my ideas. It's like no, it's just like a, it's just like a structure, and you can change it. Or like, oh my gosh, be authentic. So should I share all my innermost intrusive thoughts? It's like no, just share like little bits and pieces. Share your like drink coffee order that you get. Like it can start really small, but I just think that one of the biggest kind of full circle lessons that we talked about is that being you has so much more power than over perfecting or over polishing or trying to mimic something you've seen like trusting that what you have to offer in your own essence is so powerful in itself because there is no one like again it's such a cliche but there's no one like you you know and the more that you trust that and let yourself share your ideas share your thoughts and share your passions you're gonna it's actually gonna make your Business easier because people are going to come to you who are way more aligned, who are coming to you for you, not the image you sold them, right? That, like, not like you, you attract. I've noticed that more authentic I am, the clients I attract are way more connected. We have more in common. It feels so much more like it's like almost in like dating. You're just tracking better partners, like more aligned, more on the same wavelength, same, like things just flow. There's like no clashing. It's like everything just aligns. Versus when you're kind of like really trying to uphold a specific, I feel like, image.
0: Yeah, completely. There's so much more trust. There's so much more like strength in your relationship. It's like you said, it's like I've taken on clients where I'm like, I am actually not like quite the right fit and it it always ends up being more difficult it always ends up being in something where like something feels off versus the ones that I'm like I would want to hang out with you I like love you like I appreciate you like we click and like there's just like a connection there
1: for sure well we've already talked for over an hour and I knew we have a lot to talk about because I feel like this space is just like endless and every little topic has like a million (laughs) subtopics that you could go in but I feel like we covered so 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 much in this like hour and a bit so Thank you, first of all, for making time to come on and to share your expertise. I think it's always really amazing to hear someone speak who's like an expert in specific area and talk about different experiences. I really wanted this episode to be like very tangible. Like we were talking about things that you can really start thinking about today, changes you can start making about t- to making today that you'll start seeing results. So thank you again for coming on. Thank you for showing up. How can people find you? How can people work with you? And do you have anything coming up that you'd like to share?
0: Yeah, so I think the best probably place to hang out is definitely Instagram, um, which is just I am Allison Canales. Yeah, I have a few different ways to work with me. I have an upcoming bundle probably by mid-June coming out. It's called Sacred Socials, and there's like seven actual very tangible um, like 10 to 15 minute trainings on different topics, like how to communicate an intangible offer into like clearly communicating that, like a lot of the things that we went into. And then in that vendor there's also like seven like spiritual practices, like how to clear um like the energy from your Instagram. Um and like things like that. Um and it's really like it's gonna be a really low investment for people that are just like needing like foundational things. It's gonna be around $37. Um and then I always do like I have my one on one space and then if you're wanting to go like really deep into like all of the facets of marketing, like content creation, messaging, sales. Um, my signature program is going to be coming out and getting on the wait list for that, which is um, called metamorphosis marketing. It really talks about like marketing, but like the evolutionary, the evolutionary age that we're coming into of like how marketing is evolving. So for people that are visionary, like visionary people, creatives, or like spiritual entrepreneurs, it'll be very up their alley um, to be in any of those
1: containers oh my gosh well thank you definitely I feel like that all of those sound really great I love that you have different offerings at different points whether you're just jump, j- diving in and just starting to shift things where you're already been running your business and you're ready to dive deep those sound amazing so definitely check all those out I'll have those linked in the keynotes thank you again for coming on if there's any final things you want to say please feel
0: free Yeah, I just want to thank you for just like holding such a beautiful space. And yeah, bringing all of your wisdom into this conversation as well. This is so much fun. And yeah, I'm really hoping if anything um, landed for anyone or anyone has any more questions, you can always reach out on Instagram. I, I love answering questions about messaging and content pieces like nothing gives me more joy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely reach out to Allison to answer your questions. I'm the same when I see like and it's like someone asks you a question about the things that you love. Like I like am really big into supplements, like I like do not even get me started someone's like do you know anything that's good for I'm like good for what good for good for good for what like let me give you 12 recommendations so definitely reach out I'll have your Instagram link down below I'll have to have you back on maybe in the future about like um focusing on one of the things maybe branding maybe messaging we can kind of see let us know feel free to message me as well what your favorite part of the podcast was and if there's a specific topic that you want us to dive much deeper into I think that'd be a really really amazing episode otherwise thank you Allison for coming on thank you for sharing your wisdom, your experience on here. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day or night when you're listening to this, and I will see you guys next week on Unlimited Abundance.